What are you willing to let go of? We hold on to excuses like they are lifelines. I'm not wealthy enough. I don't have enough followers to start a business. I've heard that one so many times this past year. If that is you, let that shit go. That is no reason to hold you back on your dream. Welcome to the Life Coach Baker Podcast. I'm Nicole Baker, life coach for perfectionists who want to set goals and actually follow through with them. I went to my first personal development seminar at the age of one. Yes, I was quite literally born into this industry. But by 15, I started to implement this mindset mumbo jumbo I'd heard so much about and it worked. As a recovering perfectionist myself, I've been able to set goals that are way out of my comfort zone and achieve them by doing things imperfectly, without self-judgment, and without the fear of their opinions. And now I help others to do the same. So if you are capital D done feeling like a hostage to this a-hole called perfectionism, then this show is for you. My goal is for you to leave each episode with tactical action steps that you can start to implement in your life now. I may be in my 20s. I may have the voice of a sassier Cinderella, but I've been doing this personal development-ish since I was a toddler. So let's dive in. What is up, my sweet friends? We're here. It is almost the end of the year where, how did this happen? (laughs) Like this year went by so, so, so fast. And like most years that always go so, so, so fast, it's really easy to just kind of put your blinders on and go straight into the new year guns a-blazing, right? And I started doing a practice several years ago where I would do a year-end review, if you will, is what I'm going to call it. And I started using like different personal development speakers is end of the year reviews. And I kind of took some from some and changed a few on the others and added my own here and there. And I created this six question end of the year review that I'm going to share with you today. Now, the reason why this is so important is because when we don't take a moment to reflect and get clear and get really in the zone of what we want to create for our next year, it's easy to go in, kind of feel like we're flailing, right? And when we're flailing around, we don't have any direction. And then a lot of the times, especially for perfectionists, we have that overwhelm. We have that, why can't I just go after this one thing? I know I'm capable of it. I know I am. But there's this overwhelming, you know, overwhelm or shame or guilt or embarrassment, honestly, even sometimes where it's like, I just can't seem to get it started. But nine times out of 10, that's because we're not clear on what it is we want. And I mean, crystal clear here, guys. We talk about this in Goal Smasher all the time, which shameless plug, if you are looking for something to help you with your new year goals, I'm not just saying this because I created it. I'm saying this because I live this technique. I teach it to my clients, which leads them to do amazing fucking things like making $35,000 in one month, leaving their job and going full time in their own business after just a few months, months, that's insane, getting their dream job, 
moving across the whole country to their dream state. I mean, you name it, my clients have done it, but they've utilized this technique. So again, I don't just say this because I created it. I say this because I've seen it work again and again and again. And there's no better time to utilize this technique than during the new year when normally we go really, really high in January and really, really low in February. If you want to actually create that sustainable motion, get your hands on this course. All the links to it are in the show notes. You can also go to lifecoachbaker.com forward slash goal smasher. It is all there. But I want to get into this year in review question pack, if you will. And I'll go ahead and tell you guys, I have an accompanying PDF or worksheet in the show notes. If you want to get your hands on that so you can see the questions in, you know, first person, like written out and even have space to write the answers yourself, get your hands on that worksheet. It is totally free. Again, it is just in the show notes. Just click that link right there. You can also go to my website and find it on there as well. Again, totally free, but I want you guys to do this exercise. And I know sometimes when we listen to podcasts or audio um, trainings, it's really easy to just listen to them passively and be like, oh yeah, like I'll do that eventually. That's really cool. And then we never do it, right? I want you guys to do this exercise. So whatever it takes, get your hands on that worksheet, get your guns a blazing, your pen a moving, if you will, and write this stuff out because just thinking about it does not create change. We are 60% more likely to follow through on anything, especially goals, when we physically write them out. So let's begin. Question number one, what did I do this past year that I'm really proud of? Now, when we first hear this question, it's really easy to be like, uh, what year is it? I guess I did these cool things, but they're all in the past three months, but I don't know, like, we'll see. I want you guys to go back through your calendar, your journal if you have one, your photos on your phone, your Instagram. I've even gone through my Instagram stories. Yes, you can do that if you just like pretend like you're creating a highlight. You can see all the Instagram stories you've created for the year. And I've gone through meticulously and written out every single thing I've done or things that I've created or experiences I've had through this question. And you, here's the real kicker on this question. We do not give ourselves enough credit for how awesome we are. And if you're rolling your eyes and saying, well, not me though, hold up. Because you are. You are not giving yourself enough credit for how awesome you are. There have been so many times I've done this question, this exercise, where I've been like, okay, like, oh, let's see, I don't really think this year was that great. And then I go back and I'm like, three pages of things I'm proud of later, I'm like, oh shit, okay. (laughs) Like, I guess I did a lot this year. I guess I did a lot of stuff. But that's the kicker. There's so often we're moving a thousand miles a minute that we very rarely look backwards and say, oh, I did that. Oh my gosh, I did all of that. That's amazing. Perfectionists are really good at looking at what's next, what's next, what's next. And when we're so in that driving bulldozer of what's next, we're not allowing ourselves to feel proud or congratulatory of the cool fucking things we've done. So we're so critical. This is not where I want to be. 
I'm not there yet. Oh my gosh, look at all the things I haven't done yet. Look at Betsy on Instagram. She's doing all the things that I wanna be doing. I suck, I suck, I suck. Am I just so lazy? Whatever, we do that so often. This question is geared towards shutting up that part of our brain. So I'll go ahead and tell you, again, I do this by looking through my phone. I do this by looking through my camera, um, my social media, my text messages, my calendar, my journal. I go through all different areas of my life so I don't miss a fucking thing. And what's really cool is I start to realize all the things that I just brushed past or all the things that I just forgot about. This question, yes, it takes a while, but it is non-negotiable, my sweet friends. Question number two, what mistakes did I make that taught me something? Now you might be like, what a fucking grim question, Nicole, Jesus. But I do this a lot of the times with myself and with my clients. I look at an experience or I look at a week or two weeks or a month and I say, okay, in realms with my goal, what worked this past month and what didn't work. And on every single thing that what didn't work, I cross it out and I say, okay, I'm going to try this instead. Or sometimes it's, I'm going to drop this off the face of the earth because clearly it's not working or serving me. But the mistakes or the what didn't work is so valuable because it course corrects you. And here's the deal. When we do this towards the end of the year, we're normally so much further removed from it because when we're so close to a mistake or a quote-unquote failure, I don't believe in the word failure, spoiler alert, but when we're so close to a mistake, a lot of the times we have so much shame and guilt and embarrassment around it that we can't like open the scope and view the bigger picture of it or view the lesson from it. But when we do this towards the end of the year, we have a much larger scope to look around. And I'll tell you, I've done this exercise and looked at quote unquote failures that I've had and then said, oh my God, but if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have had this experience and I wouldn't have this thing. And that led to 10 things that I'm proud of on my list. Do you see where I'm going with this? This will redirect what those mistakes were in your mind. Now, I believe that failure is only feedback. Failure equals feedback is like one of the the most powerful lessons I ever learned. And when I did this exercise enough time in real time and towards the end of the year, when I did this enough times, I created that muscle so deeply so that now whenever I do a quote unquote failure, like let's say I send an email and I forget the attachment, I immediately just email them back saying, lol, not perfect. Here you go. Here's the actual attachment. And I've actually signed clients because that's my attitude towards mistakes. There is no reason we should look at our imperfections and say, those are things I'm just going to totally block out of my brain. I'm only going to look at the times that I was perfect this year and that's what I'm going to be proud of. I want us to celebrate celebrate the things that make us imperfect. So what mistakes did I make that taught me something? I highly recommend writing down the lesson you learned from each of these mistakes. What didn't go so well? What things do you view as a failure? Or what things were you so embarrassed about or critical on yourself about That now you look back and you're like, oh, wait, but that actually led to these really awesome things or that led to this really mediocre thing that was not a big deal in the first place. 
Hindsight is 2020, right? And this exercise gives us the space to redirect those mistakes and failures. New Year's resolutions are here. Now, whether that fills you with excitement or total dread, did you know that 90% of New Year's resolutions fail by February? February! And that percentage only gets higher for perfectionists. You know, because all of that, all or nothing, not being productive equals I'm lazy, high expectations crap that you're so used to. Now, if you listen to this podcast, I know you're reaching for more. More goals, more stepping into your own power, more fuck yes, I'm awesome moments in your life. And of course, less perfectionism. That's why this New Year's, I don't want you to fall prey to the resolution doom. In Goal Smasher, my goal setting course specifically made for perfectionists, hi, that's you, you'll learn exactly how to clarify those big, bad, beautiful, high expectation goals that you have. You'll learn exactly how to start pursuing them without burnout, overwhelm, or procrastination. Plus, you'll learn the personal development secret sauce that turns I don't wanna into I can and I will, creating consistent motivation for yourself. P.S. This is the biggest reason why New Year's resolutions fail, and we have an entire module devoted to it. You can literally start the first lesson of Goal Smasher today. Literally, you can start diving into it right after you listen to this episode. Get your hands on Goal Smasher by going to lifecoachbaker.com forward slash Goal Smasher or by clicking the link in the show notes. Now, back to the episode. Number three, what am I willing to let go of. Whew, this is a big one, my friends. We are often so weighed down by our stories, our excuses, blame we're placing on other people, beliefs that aren't serving us anymore. We're so weighed down on them. And a lot of the times in some personal development, I'm not going to name names by any means, but what I've seen is that people are like, okay, well, just look at what works. Just look at the things you're proud of. Just celebrate. Just do all these positive things. And in my opinion, that's like going into your garden, seeing a whole crap ton of weeds and screaming at the weeds saying, there are no weeds in my garden. And then continuing to see weeds. This question allows you to go in and rip those damn weeds out. What are you willing to let go of? We hold on to excuses like they are lifelines. I'm not wealthy enough. I don't have enough followers to start a business. I've heard that one so many times this past year. If that is you, let that shit go. That is no reason to hold you back on your dream by God's sake. But what projects or goals, or things that you do are so heavy on your weight, or heavy on your shoulders, excuse me, that they are causing you to not go after your dreams. Another way I actually look at this too, and this is one that I learned from Marie Forleo's year in review, is what are the things on your to-do list that have been on your to-do list this whole year, or the majority of this year, that you just haven't freaking done? Is there a way you can let it go or automate it or just do it and get it fucking over with before the beginning of the year? 
Just what is weighing you down that is not serving you anymore? What is weighing you down that you're not aligned with anymore? Is there a goal that you're like, that was old me's dream, but I feel obligated to it because I told my parents about it, whatever, and they're expecting me to do it, but it doesn't feel in alignment with me anymore? Stop shoving a square peg into a round hole, guys. Also, a way to look at this is what resentment, guilt, shame, embarrassment, belief systems, what are you holding on to because it's comfortable? What are you holding on to that's allowing you to stay safe and not go after your dreams? So the way I look at this question is, I did this a few years ago, and I was holding on to staying safe and quiet and not reaching out to potential opportunities and not pitching myself for podcasts, not even starting my own freaking podcast. I was playing so small because it was safe. Because then I didn't have to deal with trolls on the internet or friends thinking I'm weird or um, <laughs> going to a, a, a live and no one's showing up. Like I didn't have to deal with that quote unquote embarrassment because I was playing so small and it was safe. But I realized how much that was holding me back, how much that was not helping me go after my dream of doing this. And I said, I'm willing to let go of this. I'm shutting this right now. I'm playing big. And I did. And trust me, I had plenty of workshops where no one showed up. I had plenty of launches that one person or less signed up for. I had years where I had no clients or one client or two clients, and I was beating myself, feeling like I was screaming into the abyss, wondering why it's not working. But when I started playing big, that's when shit started working. I booked out my roster in less than a year. I left my day job. I do this full time now. I have a podcast with five figures worth of downloads. I don't remember how many it is anymore. But I, I say this because that thing that is that excuse, that reason that you can't do X, it's just keeping you safe and it's just keeping you stuck. What are you willing to let go of? I'm going to quote Marie Forleo here because this is right out of her urine review and it's just such a brilliant question. I couldn't not include it. It's not till you let go of something that you see how it's holding you back. Alrighty, question four. Looking at this next year, what do you want to create? This is where we get to dream and be big and bold and not edit and just allow ourselves to free and fly. So a great prompt for this, if that question's not sparking a lot of creativity, is one year from now, what I really want to create is and just go off please don't edit here give yourself real permission to just dream what I do sometimes is I put my pen on the paper and I put a timer on for like 30 40 minutes and I don't let myself stop writing now some of the things I write I'm like I I really don't want that so I cross it out but I keep writing I don't stop because then we can get distracted and then we look at our phone and then we're picking our nails and then we're um you know, doing a whole bunch of stuff. And the next thing we know, it's like 40 minutes later. And we're like, oh, I didn't really do that. But I guess it's good enough. I'll just go on to the next question. This is a really important question. If you are looking at a dartboard and let's say the dartboard suddenly vanishes and you're trying to throw a dart, where are you going to throw it? Where's the bullseye? 
this is creating the bullseye for you. That was a weird analogy, but I hope you guys smell what I'm stepping in. What this does is it gets you clear on what you want your life to be like. Remember, we do not go after goals to cross it off a list. I don't go after, let's say, like, like, let's say a goal is I want to be a millionaire. I don't go after that goal to just say, I'm a millionaire. Hooray. I go after that goal to become a type of person. Do you get that? We don't go after the goal, I want to be healthy, just so we can say, I'm healthy. Yay. We go after that goal to live a certain quality of life. So I challenge you to not only write accomplishments in this section. Accomplishments mean nothing without meaning behind it. What does it feel like? Who are you? What type of person, what identities do you surround yourself with when you accomplish this thing? This is the really important part. And it also highly diminishes that what's next, what's next, what's next attitude. Because if we just say, okay, I got to 10,000 followers. Yay. What's next? 15,000. Okay, go, 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 go. I'm, I'm already behind. Oh my God. She has 300. 40,000 followers. I need to get there. Go, 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 go. I'm already behind. Oh my God, I'm not enough. What the hell? That's not a life. That's not a fulfilling life. So what type of person, what does it feel like looking at this next year? So I always like when I'm writing this down, if I say like, okay, in this next year, I, um, uh, I, I want to run a marathon. I don't just say I want to run a marathon. I say I want to run a marathon and I want to train and feel really good about my training. I want to have those good runs and those bad runs and feel really good about the bad runs. I want to um, learn more about what my health looks like around recovery because that makes me feel better and makes me feel like a more intelligent runner. Do you get the point here? It's a lot deeper and it's a lot more connected with alignment rather than I want to run a marathon. So looking at this next year, What do you want to create? Remember, 30, 40 minutes. This is not a short exercise by any means, but this is a really important question. Number five, what is a word, mantra, or phrase that will bring you back to this feeling? Meaning, what is a word, mantra, or phrase that will bring you back to this ideal vision, this ideal life? Some ways I also look at this is, Is there a common theme here? That year that I was like, I want to stop playing small. I want to play big. I want to get out of my comfort zone. My word that year was mission. Because it wasn't about just me boistering myself, getting on a podcast and talking into a mic for hours on end throughout the year. No, it was about me serving others. If I played small, it was disempowering other people who need to hear this message. And for some reason, something I say, something I, one phrase that I say it in is going to connect with someone and open up a whole new neural pathway of thinking for them. I was doing those people a disservice by staying small. So my mission, I got into mission behind why I started my business. I'll go ahead and tell you guys, my word for this upcoming year is big. Big. Big energy, big business, big, bold, look at me actions, and it freaking fires me up. Now, something I always do with this word of the year is I make it into something I can wear or make it into something I see often. My mission was like a little gold bar necklace. My big, I'm still figuring out what I want to do. I'm recording this at the very beginning of December, so I'm still figuring out exactly what I want to do with it, but maybe like a piece of jewelry or a bracelet or a ring or something like that. But 
I have it somewhere that I can see off it. Now, is this a must? No, not at all. But this is something that brings you back to that feeling, that mission, that guidance, that alignment. There is a really powerful exercise where I did this in a seminar one time that we all wrote down the word sex. Seriously. We wrote down the word sex and underlined it. And every person in that room wrote down five words that you associate with the word sex. And I remember just being like, what's happening? Oh my God, this is weird. And I wrote down my five words and then they had people stand up and share. No one in that room had more than three of those words in common. And the people who did have the three words in common were like two people. And this was like a seminar of 300. The reason I'm telling you this is because let's say your word is big. Big is going to mean something very different to you than it does to me. The reason behind this word, mantra, or phrase is to tap you back into what it means to you. Meaning is the really empowering thing behind all personal development. There's a quote that says, nothing in life has any meaning except for the meaning we give it. No words in life have any meaning except for the meaning we give them. So looking at your previous question, what word, mantra, or phrase brings you right back to that feeling, that person, that common theme throughout the year? Come up with a short word or phrase that encompasses that feeling that you want to experience next year. And you guys, we're on number six. Last but not least, what is one thing I can do to get me closer to that life? Here's how I look at this. In goal setting, I see a lot of people come to me with the goal of, let's say, I'm going to use, I want to be a millionaire again. And let's say they're making currently $30,000 a year. If their goal is I want to be a millionaire and they're currently making $30,000, goodness, then that those steps in between can feel really daunting, really overwhelming. And especially if they're perfectionists, normally that I have to be a millionaire is actually I have to be a millionaire by this time next week or else I failed. And those high expectations really discourage us. They overwhelm us. And typically they'll either make us procrastinate or floor our foot on the gas and burn ourselves out to oblivion. So I like to call these stepping stone goals. The goal between I am making $30,000 a year and I am a millionaire, there's a lot of little goals, milestone goals, stepping stone goals that get you to that final finish line. So my question for you here is rather than looking at that whole year and saying, whoa, that's a lot Maybe some of that feels really obtainable. Some of that feels really, really far away. I want you to think about what you want to create next year and think about one thing you can do that will get you closer to that life. And yes, that is your first stepping stone goal. So as you go into this next year, think about it. What is the way, let's say your goal is I want to be a millionaire. Maybe step one is start your business, getting it off the ground, hitting publish, hitting post, publish the website, write the post that announces that this is what you're doing now. Send that DM, send that email that's saying, hey, I'm doing this. I would really love to uh, offer this service to you, blah, 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 blah. 
What is one step that can bring you closer to that goal? If it is start your business, that is your first milestone goal. That's a big milestone goal. Don't get me wrong. It can be huge. It can be small. It can be teeny, teeny, tiny. But utilizing that one goal, have that be your first target for this year. Now, shameless plug again, this is what we do in Goal Smasher. We take that stepping stone goal, we break it down, we make it unstoppable when it comes to motivation and discipline and and action and alignment. We take the little teeny tiny steps that are going to get you there, we plan them out in your week, we make it like it's just a no-brainer, overwhelm-free, burnout-free, everything. If that is something you need, seriously get your hands on this course. It's lifecoachbaker.com forward slash goal smasher. It is a technique that you get to use to help you get to the finish line. Because again, it's not about just crossing the finish line. It's about becoming a type of person. My favorite part about this course is that it's not just a one and done thing. You get this course for life. It is lifetime access and you get to use it with each of your stepping stone goals going into next year. It's really powerful. So again, do this exercise, write these questions down. If you want the PDF, it is in the show notes. It's also on my website. Get it there. It's really, really helpful to see these questions written out so you can write out your answers. But if you're just doing this audibly and you're writing them in a notebook, that's amazing. That's great. I don't care which method you use. Just do it. It is so helpful. I will be doing this with you closer to the end of the year. Again, I'm recording this in like the first of December. So I'm going to be doing this closer to the end of the year, but know I'm going to be doing this with you. And know that this next year, the things that you're going to create, you're going to do them, but it's up to you. It is up to you. And I know you've got this. Have a kick-ass New Year's Eve, guys. I love you. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coach Baker podcast. Don't forget to check out Goal Smasher, my step-by-step technique to help you set clear goals, create an overwhelm-free plan, and learn the secret for keeping your motivation consistent and high. Check it out by going to the link in the show notes or by searching lifecoachbaker.com forward slash goal smasher. Also take a moment to rate the podcast and write a review. It is the best way to get the word out there. Plus you'll get the chance of having your review read on the show. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.